Welcome to Youthology Resources. Thank you for joining us at the beginning of the year. It is 2020 and the first podcast of the year. You know where to find us. Let me remind you, you can find us at youthology.com. That's the website. And from there, you can link us to all of the socials. You can link us to YouTube and iTunes podcast and uh, wherever you want to find us, however you're listening, however you're watching, okay? So join us on each of those formats. Hey, today we are discussing the brand new resource that is out. I know many of you may have seen this and have heard about it, knew that it was coming. Well, it's live on Amazon.com. You can go there and make your orders or you can order it at youthology.com also. It is the new resource, Youthology, the study of youth. So we're going to get into that today, and I'm going to read some excerpts from that uh, this week and next week, and kind of take you through uh, the reason behind the book and uh, some of the key uh, uh, areas that we covered in, in, in our study and research, and then uh, finally take you to some of the sections of the book and uh, kind of show you an outline of what it looks like. So uh, we created this resource to help you as a youth leader and your teams. As a matter of fact, we've already had several uh, organizations and individuals buy multiple copies for their team. And let me tell you why. The reason for the book is to help youth leaders understand the why behind youth ministry. That's right, why do we do this? Next Gen Ministry, as you've heard on this podcast, is a great place to develop the next leaders of the church. And Next Gen Ministry would be, you know, children's ministry, youth ministry, young adults. So when I use that term, even in the book, we're really using the term for teenagers and for young adults. But we have to include our children in there too because the next gen of, of uh, leadership in the church is coming out of those different uh, paradigms in the church. So, but this, this book specifically deals with junior high, middle school, and uh, young adults. And I think the reason behind this understanding the why is really to look back on the history of youth ministry, to look at the theology of youth ministry, to look at the trends and what has been happening in youth ministry over the last, uh, you know, 20 years specifically when we talk about trends, and then to look at also the future. You know, what what is the future going to look like? So what we're doing this week is I'm going to cover simply the, um, the history of youth ministry, and then each week in the next few weeks, I'm going to cover the... Um, theology, the trends, and then the future of youth ministry and what that looks like. Uh, hopefully by sharing these uh, eight to ten minutes uh, excerpts, it, it won't keep you from buying the book. <laughs> I run that risk, but I know that many of you will not. So we're going to do this is to kind of bring you into the content and get you, uh, get you a little bit um, excited about uh, what is in here, okay? So uh, this week, Let's deal with the history of youth ministry. Let me read this to you. This is taken right out of uh, the book. The, the work of youth ministry is critical to the sustainability of the church and ultimately culture, okay? And there is a dynamic influence that youth leaders have 
on a generation of young people who are making their mark on society because you know that if we can impact uh, teenagers and young adults, then we don't, we don't only impact the church, we impact society and culture, correct? This book is going to look at those four key elements and uh, that make up youth ministry. And this week is specifically the history of youth ministry. Listen, the beginning of youth ministry was mostly shaped by the millions of young people who flooded into the church about the time of the second great awakening. You could probably add the first great awakening in there too when you look at the history of youth ministry in the middle of the 18th century. But really the impact of the second great awakening which took, took place in the eastern part of uh, the United States and then through the Appalachian states there in the mid-19th century, okay? That really, it was kind of the beginnings of youth ministry because of the millions of young people who were coming to Christ during that time. And so what happened, coupled with that, that second great awakening, was the Sunday school movement that really began... Uh, over in Europe uh, in the late 1700s, but specifically in America and Philadelphia in the early 1800s, about the time of the Second Great Awakening because there were so many young people coming to the church, we had to figure out what to do with them, right? And so the outreach that the church was doing during the Second Great Awakening really caused much of the beginnings of youth ministry. And what is interesting, and one of the things that I cover in the book, a whole chapter on this, is this concept and this thought that if youth ministry began out of an awakening and a revival, then wouldn't it make sense that the future of youth ministry is also about awakenings and revival? It's that whole idea of the moderation of reinvention. In other words, things at the core of their DNA really don't need to be changed that much. And one of the things that we deal with in that chapter is that over the course of the history of youth ministry, and I'm gonna say specifically in the past 40 years, and you'll see it, it's detailed in this chapter. Over the last 40 years, youth ministry has not seen a very large increase in attendance or impact. As a matter of fact, about 40 years ago, just in our denomination, in the Assemblies of God, we had right around 320 to 330,000 teenagers involved in our youth ministry. And today, here in 2020, that number is not much different. It's still under 400,000, around 380 to 390. So when you look at over the last four decades of youth ministry, what we've been doing has not worked. It hasn't worked, especially in the past 20 years. When you look at statistics like only a third of our students in youth groups in America, Christian kids who consider themselves engaged and involved students in our youth ministry, only a third of them can name half of the Ten Commandments. And we'll talk about theology next week and how to increase that. But anyway, it's a, it's a really remarkable study when you look at the history of youth ministry. We've got to change uh, how we're doing youth ministry. And that'll be in uh, week four when we talk about the future of youth ministry. So you got to hang on for that. But anyway, with this history, let me bring out uh, one, one more important fact. One of the things that we lost over the course of the last 20 years was this um, 
millennial and Gen Z set losing their theology. And so the history of youth ministry in the last 20 years has significantly seen a drop in theology in the millennial, which would be the older brothers and sisters of our uh, junior high and high school students, and uh, the Gen Z set. And we cover those age groups in here. We cover the specific details in here on how that has dropped significantly in 20 years. And so that will lead us to our discussion next week on how to increase the theology, okay, of uh, the young people in our, uh, in our care as youth leaders. So anyway, that's just a quick look at history. I really want you to focus on that, that, that whole idea of how uh, youth ministry began in awakenings and revivals and uh, this, this broad impact that religion was having on young people. And we cannot lose the marks and the characteristic traits of that kind of beginning in youth ministry. And it's all in the book. I'm not gonna go there now. I want you to get the book so you can read it. I give you several traits of awakenings that we need to have in youth ministry today, okay? One chapter deals with four of those, that if we are missing in youth ministry, then we are missing the DNA of the beginning of youth ministry. Because some things, like the moderation of reinvention, do not have to be messed with, okay? So, hey, get this resource, all right? We covered real briefly just the history, the beginnings of youth ministry. Next week, the theology of youth ministry. You don't want to miss it, okay? Hey, follow along with us. You can see the rest of this. There'll be a manuscript on this. I'm going to put a little bit more from the book in the manuscript. You can find that at youthology.com. And you can join us on all of our socials. You can join us at our iTunes podcast this week. And you can find us uh, live on YouTube and watch this if that's what you like to do. Okay? Hey, God bless you. Have a great week. And thank you for joining our podcast, Youthology Resources.